0: Good evening, everyone. God bless you. and Welcome to Hope International Ministries, Bread of Life. This is our Bible study. Um, I know we call it Bread of Life, and uh, some may think it's midweek, uh, mid-week uh, service, but it actually is our Bible study. So um, we just welcome you, and thank you for joining us on tonight. We're going to, um, as people are coming on YouTube, I see that they're coming up. There are some people coming up. Um, We're just going to open up in prayer and I'm going to get started on tonight. Is that okay? Amen. So we we welcome uh, those that are coming up on our YouTube channel. We welcome those that are on our Facebook uh, page, um, on uh, Facebook Hallelujah. Say <laughs> our Facebook page on Facebook, right? Okay. I need more coffee. <laughs> I need more coffee tonight. So we welcome those that are coming up on our Facebook page. We do acknowledge you. As I say every week, we cannot see your chats, but I I do go back on and I do read them and respond to them. So if you have a comment or something, you know, you want to leave in the chat box on the Facebook uh, page, please feel free to do so because I will respond to you. And so we do acknowledge those that uh, do visit and uh, listening on that page live. We certainly want to welcome those that are coming up on the YouTube channel uh, as we're talking. Uh, people are coming on. And we also uh, would like to acknowledge our conference line. We still have our conference line up and there are still individuals that call in to the conference line, they prefer to be on the phone and be able to uh, talk and we can hear them um, openly and publicly. So we acknowledge them on tonight, especially um, uh, Prophetess Flo, give her a shout out on tonight. She's uh, my right hand. I wouldn't say man because she's a woman. My right hand. um, I heard uh, Bishop Showell say this to uh, Bishop Ayanna Lott, Uh, so I'm going to say it. To you, Florence. So I do acknowledge uh, my best friend, uh, my sister for life. Amen. I love that term. So that's what I refer to her um, from now on. So I acknowledge her. She's faithful. Listen, you got to give people their their roses and their flowers while they're alive. And I certainly want to acknowledge her faithfulness. And um, let me tell you, she's just been faithful and um, been such a help to me. Um, I, I just, all I can give is a thank you. I know she appreciates, um, the thank you, but, uh, I don't think she'll ever understand how much of a blessing, uh, she's been to the ministry and I'm going to say it openly and it's going out over the YouTube and everywhere else, Facebook. Um, how much of a blessing she's been to the ministry from day one and before the ministry began. So I appreciate it. You know, her, she steps in, just steps in, you know, when I can't do something, she's there. Even if I can't lift something and uh, she has issues and she's no longer, you know, this little young person anymore. <laughs> she's older than me by the way um but she steps in and she um you know helps out i, I mean I, I just can't even tell you how much um prophetess flow um has been such uh, an in, um, an instrument uh, in in the ministry and and to me um not only as her friend for life but as her pastor and so i appreciate you prophetess. Um, I just appreciate you. She's always on the Bible study. I don't even think she ever missed a day. I can't recall. I mean, I might have been absent because I've been on vacation. She don't even take a vacation. I had never seen nothing like it. But she's that faithful. She doesn't miss a service, doesn't miss a Bible study, doesn't miss um um Sunday school. Amen. She's just a, a faithful um servant of the Lord, and I know. Uh, When you see Jesus, because I believe you've done it from your heart, you're not trying to please me or please men. But I believe when you stand before the Lord, um, that you're going to have many jewels in your crown, uh, you know, for your faithfulness, not just to this ministry, but to the kingdom of God. Even when she didn't feel well, even on days when, um, you know, I know she was physically in pain or, you know, dealing with uh, the infirmity that God is delivering her from. Uh, she's remained Amen. faithful and she's remained consistent. And I think that's the, that's the word uh, prophetess. consistent, consistent in season and out of season. And so I just want to say thank you on tonight. And for those of you who don't know, matter of fact, we started, we started the ministry with she and I. Okay. So just two of us on the ministry, two of us on the YouTube channel, then Joshua joined in. He was the third, <laughs> and so it's it's always started with she and I, and so she's been with me for these five years, and so I just want to say thank you, Prophetess Flo. Uh, even when I have to travel, she adjusts her schedule to travel with her pastor and to be a support and to pray when we're when we're out ministering. She's there praying and interceding. And um, holding up my arms and being a support, so I, I just want to say thank you. And so on tonight, we um we didn't finish um I don't even know if we started last week's rebirth of the kingdom. <laughs> so uh, I know I put on the title rebirth of the of the kingdom, but I guess this is going to be part two, amen. Because the Holy Ghost did what He wanted to do. So let's just uh let's just open up in prayer. I hope you have your Bibles and um, your pencils and take some notes and go back and review. Uh, but we're going to just uh, open up in the word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you on tonight. We certainly extol your name and bless you and lift you up. We magnify you, God, because you are our God. You are our king. You are the glory and the lifter up of our head. You are our refuge and a mighty defense. And so, God, on tonight, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for keeping us throughout this day from, Lord, uh, sustaining uh, the hand of the enemy, Lord, uh, keeping us in that peace place, oh God, keeping our emotions intact. Lord, we just want to say thank you on tonight. Lord, as we come together on this line uh, looking and and, and studying and diving into the scriptures, oh God, and listening to the Holy Spirit and how he wants to flow, what he wants to say on tonight. We pray, oh God, that your people will open up their hearts, open up their hearts, Lord God, to receive the word. God, that it would bypass our mind, our logic and reasoning and thinking. And Father, I I pray that the words on tonight, the scriptures, oh God, the revelation will go straight to the spirit of man, oh God. And Father, I ask on tonight that as you minister to our hearts through your word, Lord God, I pray that there's some soul on tonight that is uplifted and encouraged. I pray that someone on tonight receives deliverance, someone who did not know you in the pardon of their sins, Lord, that they would want to um, reach out on tonight and uh, be saved and become a part of this wonderful kingdom that we're teaching about. Lord, we just pray that you would manifest and move in the midst of this teaching, in the midst of our Bible study, in the midst of our conversations. We always yeah. invite Holy Spirit. He's uh, He is the teacher and we just work alongside the Holy Ghost. And so Holy Ghost, we invite you to move as you will, as you please have your way lord uh, yeah. in this 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 time that we're together this fellowship this study time have your way lord you know what every individual that is on this line needs you know what they're what they're coming in expectation for oh god you already know father there's someone that needs healing in their body we pray God that the healing will go forth on tonight that your word would heal touch and deliver and set free oh yeah. God in the name of Jesus someone who's weary on tonight fatigue Tired Lord physically from work, Lord, and running all day, that God, you would give them that extra strength in this next hour. Lord, we just thank you. We praise Amen. your name. We glorify your name, oh God, even when it's all said and done and we hang up on tonight, but yet it's in the atmosphere. It's on the social media. God, we pray that Amen. the same uh, anointing, the same powerful anointing, a God that is with us live will remain, oh God, even as it goes across the highways and the byways and the atmospheres and different homes and nations and countries. Oh God, let it still be just as effective uh, as it is right now. God, we thank you, hallelujah, for a privilege and an honor of uh, God to come in your presence. We thank you for for the privilege and the honor, God, to, to be able to teach and preach the word of God. We thank you, Lord, and we certainly thank you for the people of God that is that are on this line, Lord, that are joining us on tonight. Bless them beyond measure. Do something yes. for them, God, miraculous. So, God, do something for them that will simply blow their minds, Lord, something that they thought could never be done without your help. Lord, let let that be done for them on tonight and let them come back with that testimony as we had on last week that will bless and encourage the body of Jesus Christ. We thank you and we praise you and we and we ask it all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. amen and amen 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 amen, amen. Love, amen. amen amen amen. all right rebirth of a kingdom part two because i don't know what happened to part one <laughs> and we pray we get to part two <laughs> and we hope we're going to do part two tonight amen but whatever the holy spirit uh, wants to do certainly like i said we will move and flow with um with whatever he wants to do on tonight. But in the beginning, as we talked on last week, and I'm going to go quick, Jesus began his, his public ministry, Florence. He began his ministry by saying that the time has come. We talked about that last week. We started with it. The time has come. The kingdom of God is near. Amen. That's how he began his ministry. And so what time was he speaking about? What was the nature of the kingdom that Jesus was referring to? Well, Jesus was saying that the time was the day of the Lord, or the time when Jesus would come to earth to restore of the Holy spirit to humanity. And so the purpose and nature of the kingdom was to do two things. Now, remember Jesus's public ministry. He begins it by saying the time has come. The kingdom of God is near. Now there were two purposes, uh, for, for, uh, the purpose and nature of the kingdom. There's two purposes. The first one that was, was, uh, for a reconciliation, for the reconciliation of the earth's inhabitants to the father, so that it was possible again for, uh, humans, uh, humanity again to, to be his children, because we know that we were separated in the garden, uh, as a result of Adam and Eve's disobedience. And then the curse came, uh, God implemented the curse. The second purpose and nature of the kingdom was, uh, so that the the reign of heaven uh, would return to earth and would allow the Holy Spirit. Somebody to say the Holy Spirit. I guess that's you, Florence, because you're open. The Holy, Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yes that to allow the Holy spirit's presence and power to operate saints of God in the lives of his children, in the lives of those that are saved. Amen. So twofold purposes and reason for the purpose and nature of the kingdom, a one to be reconciled. Second, to restore the presence glory to God of Holy spirit in our lives. Amen. 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 And so we know in Genesis three and 23, that's where it tells us where Adam and Eve were disobedient. They were put out of the garden and Isaiah 59 and two, it says, but your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God and your sins have hidden his face from you. Now the inhabitants of the earth, as a result of the Holy ghost being withdrawn from the earth, the spirit of God, remember that the spirits, their spirits, uh, uh, were, were dead. Amen. They, it was no Amen. longer alive. We're talking about Adam and Eve. Amen. And so the inhabitants, just think about it. Everybody after Adam and Eve born into this, this earthly rim, rim, <laughs> they were born with, with, with their spirits dead. In other words, They had no connection with God that connect with God was no longer there. Remember the Holy spirit was withdrawn when Adam and Eve, uh, sinned in the garden. So now we're separated from God. We're we're not connected to his kingdom. We're not connected to the Holy ghost. And so without being connected to the kingdom, without being connected to our great and awesome God, without being connected to the spirit of God, you can imagine that all evil broke out in the earth. And so we said that it became a time there were stealing, there was lying, there was killing, right? We know Cain and Abel really, I think that was the first the first murder in in scripture and so when when Adam and Eve uh disobeyed God. This is what I love about our heavenly father because, you know, we have so many things that people, um, uh, place God as being this tyrant being this, um, you know, this, this mean God, but God immediately, uh, set up a plan to restore. As soon yes. as it happened, he, 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 he decided to implement a plan to restore us back unto him, to restore our relationship back with him to break the breach. Amen. And so Jesus was the answer. Jesus was coming to reclaim, uh, daddy's territory. Amen. He was coming. And so we talked a few weeks ago, how he implemented through Adam, through Jacob, you know, through, through Moses, how he int- he used different people throughout the scriptures in order to get Jesus birthed into the earth. And so he was able to use them because the holy spirit was not in them now because jesus had not died and rose again and the holy spirit had not had not come we did not have the day of pentecost because we're in the old testament so at that time the holy spirit would come upon people amen so if they were willing and submitted to the will of the father and willing to do what, what the father, uh, needed them to do, then the Holy spirit would come upon them and would enable them, empower them, uh, direct them to do what God needed to be done in the earth. Now this was before good, good evening. Al, Mal, good, good evening, Michelle. This was before, amen. Before Jesus, a uh, deaf, Burial and resurrection, so here Florence God implements a plan, Hallelujah, to restore humanity uh, back into relationship with him. He, he decides uh, to, to, to birth Jesus into the earth rim. Amen, so that the Father, God, can reclaim his territory. Now he was not only coming to reclaim the territory because we know all hell had broke out on the earth, right? <laughs> and so he was also coming to bind the strong man. Who's the strong man? That's the enemy, the devil. So he could retake back the house and give it back to who? To us, the children of God, who he gave it to from the what? From the beginning. Amen. And so Jesus was the fulfillment of God's plan. Saints of God to send his son to earth to restore. And we say the heavenly government, but to restore his kingdom in the earth to take us back to Eden. Amen. To weigh how it was now through Jesus, we could be restored to our right, our rightful place as intended in the garden, as I just said, and we would be the earthly Kings who were to rule under the direction of the Holy Spirit. And so that's why we see in scripture, first Peter two and nine, and I'm reading from the English standard version. I know Wayne senior, that's his favorite uh, version, the English standard version. And we shout out to him watching on TV. Amen. And it says, but you are a chosen race. Hey, shout out. We are a Royal priesthood we are a holy nation saints a people of his own possession that we may proclaim okay so we are a holy nation a royal priesthood right and and with that that we may proclaim go out and tell preach shout from the mountaintops right the excellencies of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. So we're not just saved just to go to heaven. You know, there's saints that just want to be saved just to get to heaven. No, 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 no. You have a work here in the earth. It tells us right here, we're this royal priesthood, not just to be fat, you know, and just be relaxed because we're children of the King. No, the children of the King have an assignment in the earth. Amen. Amen. So thank God that He has brought us out of what darkness into the, His 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 kingdom of, of 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 light. But we've brought from translated from one kingdom to the other. There's a purpose and a reason behind it. Amen, amen. amen. And so the kingdom of heaven, glory to God. God bless you. On I see there are more people on the line. God bless you over there on YouTube. The kingdom of heaven is therefore a family of kings. Tap yourself wherever you are and say, I'm a king. I'm a queen. Mm-hmm. All right. In the kingdom of God, that's who you are. You're royalty. And see, the enemy wants us to see ourselves something other than what God sees us as. But you have to know, saints of God, that you are royalty. You are a child of the King. You are a King's kid. Amen. And you know what? King's kids, they, they get some, they get benefits. (laughs) They they get benefits. Don't they flow? When you're, when you're, when you're, when you're born into royalty, check out, check out the, 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 um, Royal family in, in England. Right. Because there's the, they're the closest that I know. Right. They're the, royalty. They 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 represent of uh, the monarch, as we said in 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 the United Kingdom. Check out the kids that come from from that 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 their descendants. Do you see any of them poor? Nope. <laughs> do you see any of them begging for bread? Nope. Mm-mm. They have the finest, right? They have and and, and do they have favor? Hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, you're. You are kings and priests. That's earthly. Can you imagine being in the royal family of God? We're talking Mm -hmm. about the earthly family in the UK and, and opposed to God's kingdom. God is King and Lord of all of everything, the earth and they that dwell therein. Everything belongs to Him, and you are a part of that family. You have a piece of that heritage. Come on now, glory to God, glory to God. We should never uh, uh, walk with our heads down because when you walk with your head down, I'm learning you now. I'm not you know perfected, but I'm learning. Hallelujah. I'm learning that, that when we know who we are and listen, saints of God, I'm going to be banging this in and I'm going to repeat this a lot. We have to know who we are. When you know your royalty, when you know you're a part of God's uh, kingdom and you're subjects of his kingdom and he's your Lord, he's your savior, he's your king. You have an inheritance in him, right? There's no reason for us to be, to be, you know, despondent. For even through and me and Florence, we are getting it, aren't we? Profit is flow. You know, yeah. even in the inflation. Listen, all, and then let me tell you, and it's affecting everybody. Believe me, it's affecting everyone. A- and you go into the supermarket, you buy two things, and you spend twenty dollars, right? Bread and milk, and you spend twenty dollars. But here's the thing: that 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 economy works for the for those that are in the earth frame. Amen. But how many know that we are, are are in the kingdom of God? And even though all of this is going around and happening in the midst of us here in the natural, don't you know that God will supply and meet our needs? Glory to God. I have to try to stop complaining. It's just habitual. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is, Florence. We just got a habit of complaining. But really, we have nothing to complain about because guess what? I don't care what the prices are. God is going to see fit that we will not lack anything. That's what the king does. He takes care of his citizens. You think he's going to let us go under? You think he's going to let our cabin, our cabinets go bl- uh, bl- uh, blank and, and empty? You think that our freezer and our refrigerator will have nothing? God will not have that happen to his children. You got to go to work. You need gas. Your tank will never be, mine's either. It's never going to be empty. If he has to supernaturally, ask Prophet and Shemiko, supernaturally give me some gas to get to where I have to go. Saints, we have to start thinking like kingdom. Hallelujah. I'll say it for myself. And listen, you got to practice this thing. We have to practice this thing because we have been so used to complaining. We do. And and, and when you go, when you talk to other people, that's the first thing they're talking about, how high the prices are. And what do we do? We get sucked in instead of it being an opportunity to testify about our God and what's not going to happen to us. You see what I'm saying? It's habitual. Glory to God. Without thinking, we'll automatically get in the conversation. You're right. I went to the store like I just said, the profit is flow. And I paid, bought three things and I paid $13 for those three little things. Glory to God. Thank you for the $13 that I had. But God, let me tell you, saints, you will not lack. You need to talk to yourself. I will not lack. And you might need to be like Jean, Sister Jean. So I will never be broke another day in my life. Even if you have a penny in your pocket, I will never be broke. Come on, open your mouth, Flo. I know you're trying to say it. Just talk over me if you have to. Glory to God. Never, never. But we can't. You know, this is the thing. We can't just repeat what the pastors repeat, you know, with the pastor or whoever is saying it has to become a revelation. It has to become reality. You understand what I'm saying? Even in teaching on tonight, I asked the Lord, I said, God, I don't want this to be a head thing. I don't want to just be teaching like I'm a, a professor at, or, you know, at, at a college I want this to come from my spirit and from my spirit to your spirit, not just knowledge saints of God. So we can't just be saying stuff to be saying it has to be a reality that I don't care how high the prices get. God, you said you would supply, you would meet all of our needs. Now, God, I am believing you to do just what you said you would do. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, so royal priesthood over here in this holy nation that I'm talking to. Jesus reintroduced the kingdom of heaven to humanity. Remember when he came, the first thing he declares uh, in his public ministry was uh, his mission statement. And his mission statement was repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. He continually, prophetess flow, brother Al and Michelle, he continually repeated this message for three and a half years during his entire ministry. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near, right? So, through the gospels, we see Jesus re- restating his central theme of the kingdom. You know that he talked about the kingdom over 162 times in the new Testament, Jesus spoke about the kingdom of God. So we know that it was a what priority because remember he came to restore, right? The kingdom to earth. That was God's ministry. And the only way he could do that was to be the perfect lamb of God. Hallelujah. He had to be the perfect lamb of God to come and take away the sins of the world. He had to be a lamb without spot or blemish. And he had to die for our sins. Saints of God, he had to die and the blood had to be shed. Come on now. Okay. It had to be done through Jesus so that the kingdom of heaven could be restored, reintroduced. Amen. Am, am I making sense, prophet is flow? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All right. Now, here's where we we want to talk a little bit. There had to be. Remember when the spirit of God was withdrawn from the earth in the garden, when Adam and Eve got booted out, there had to be a change in the lifestyle, right? And thinking of those who chose to follow Jesus. Remember once Jesus, once uh, God withdrew his spirit, I told you all hell broke out in the earth, right? Got lying, cheating, everything going on. So now Jesus has to come and restore the nature and the culture. Glory to God of the kingdom of God. Now we know the kingdom of God is not about, y'all can go and read it in Ephesians. It's not about, you know, lying, cheating, fornicating. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm talking to the choir. Y'all know. So now Jesus has to come to restore things back to the way it was in Eden he had. And so in order for it to be restored, one, the Holy Spirit had to come, right? The Holy Spirit had to come. And, 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 and as people received the message of the kingdom, right? And we talk about the Holy Spirit after Jesus died and resurrection, but as Jesus was here, he started preaching and teaching about the kingdom. And so they had to be changed when they received and they believed in their hearts. Uh, what Jesus Jesus is teaching of the kingdom, they had to be changed. There had to be some type of change in the lifestyle and thinking of those who chose to follow Jesus and to accept his kingdom. Let me say that again. Let me say this again, because this is a big one. This is a big one. Aren't you with me? Amen. Amen. All right. Let me say this again in slow motion, because some people think we don't change. You just come on over to the kingdom of light, but you're still acting like the kingdom and you know, ain't nothing going on. You, 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 you Okay. All right. <laughs> there had to be a change in the lifestyle. Y'all say lifestyle. Lifestyle. Oh. And thinking, say thinking. Thinking. Of those who chose to follow Jesus and accept his kingdom. Now, if you, have chosen to follow Jesus and accept his kingdom, there must be a change in your thinking and in your lifestyle. Your thinking and your lifestyle should line up with the kingdom of God, the word of God, the nature and character of God. Let me just go to, I wrote some notes. Cause you know, I don't know. People just, you know, just won't live any old kind of way. And so you talk about, I'm a Christian. You know, anyway, wait a minute. You, you need to be changing. Come on now. Nature, nature defined. Nature is the particular combination of qualities, right? qualities that belong to a person. So there, when we talk about the nature of someone, it's their qualities. What are some of the qualities? Their character. All right. Hallelujah. Your character, what you like. Not when people see you. What's your character when nobody's looking? (laughs) What's your character in your home with your family? What's your character like? Would they vouch and say, did you know what my mom or my auntie or my grandma, that's a true woman of God. Would they say that? If I went and interviewed your children or your grandchildren or your husband or your wife, would they say in sincerity without you listening right on the sneak tip? Because they don't want you to know. They're going to tell me, come here, I'm gonna in private. They ain't going to never know that. Just come here. I won't even tell them nothing. They don't even know our conversation. What is your... What is your wife, your grandma, your auntie, your husband? What 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 is their character like when they're home with the family? When the saints aren't looking? When, when they're not at the church? When they're not mm-hmm. at church functionings? You know? What about your job? <laughs> oh, God, I gotta go there. What about the people you work with? What if I interviewed them privately and they didn't know that I would? That that you didn't know that I was going to interview them and I wouldn't ask them about your character. What would they say about your character? Remember the nature, the particular combination of qualities, qualities that belong to, but what is your character like? Are you cussing? Cussing the people out? Do you have a poor attitude? Right? Are people afraid to approach you because of your attitude? Are you nasty? All right, I know. Let me see. We got six people. All right, we're gonna have a lot of people tonight, mm-hmm. but we, but this is the reality because we're supposed to be what ambassadors, we're supposed to be representing the kingdom of God, and so our nature should start to line up with God's kingdom. What's God like? We are to be imitators of God, right? And so, what is God's nature like? God's nature right? Is righteousness and true holiness. That's his nature. And we're supposed to imitate that. So if I interview, would they say you're nasty, cantankerous, got a filthy mouth, tell nasty jokes, take long breaks, longer breaks. You know that your lunch break is 30 minutes and you come back in an hour. You're late every week. They can't count on you to be on time. What kind of, and then you say you're, you're a Christian. This is why people don't want to be a Christian because they don't see anything different in the world. Those that don't have Jesus do that. Right? (sighs) Okay, all right. I'm talking to myself too. There's some stuff I gotta improve on. How about your temperament? Do you fly off the handle like somebody talk to you? You ready to tell them off? You just fly off the handle. Is that your temperament? Now in your house? (laughs) Okay, we ain't even talking about the job with your family. With with relatives, with your neighbors. Okay, what would your neighbors say about you? Would they say she's a godly woman? You know, always, you know, representing the kingdom of God well, kind spoken. Okay. Conduct. What's your conduct like? Are you fighting on the job? Compassion. Yeah, compassionate and helpful. Thank you, Michelle. I'm gonna put that up there. Absolutely. What's your conduct like on, on your job in your house? In your neighborhood. You understand what I'm saying? Are you fighting? Right? Mm-hmm. Florence just told me about an individual who had a fight on their job. What kind of mess is that? Nice. Always willing to help. Yes. Yes, Sarah, darling. Yes. Yes. Okay, so that's the nature. Those are the qualities, right? When we're talking about nature, they should emulate God in his kingdom. We know what God, I don't even have to ask y'all what God's kingdom is like because I see that I know what I have on the line. I've seen some of the people, so y'all already know. So we should be mirror, mirroring what God's characteristics, characteristics are. His kingdom is the kingdom of love. God is what? Love. That's why I say, how can you love me? And you can't even love your brother that you see every day. You don't even see me, but you see them. And let me just throw this on. And they're made in the image and likeness of God. How can you dis something or someone that is made in the image and likeness of God, his creation, just like you're his creation. All right. Florence, I ain't get no amen with that one. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Listen, we want to be better. We want to Amen. do better. Now since I've gotten this relationship with God. Amen. Amen. Praise, Amen. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. So we want we 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 want to know what people say about us. If you weren't there glory to God, and somebody were interviewing them, what would they say? If somebody said, I know Michelle, darling, what are they going to say? I know prophetess flow. I worked with her last year. Daughter. What would they say? And believe me, I've had people, Lord Jesus, I've had people come to me. I was like, I know, such." And you know what? I know that individual, and They, and, you know, they're ministering the gospel. And they were like, I don't know about, the, you know, these are unsaved people. We don't want that. Mm-hmm. Because we are ambassadors, we're representing God's kingdom. Amen. And so, Mm -hmm. as I said, Jesus came and reintroduced the kingdom of heaven to humanity. And so those that accept it, you have to change. We have to change, saints of God. We have to change Mm -hmm. our lifestyle if it doesn't, if it's not an agreement. With what the scriptures teach, what what the new and and, and and the old testament teach, the principles of God, however, you want to place it, however, you want to say it, his his declarations, his constitution, which is his Bible, our lives should be a reflection. That is our roadmap. The Bible is our roadmap. The Bible is is our is our institution. Our Bible is what we live by. What what we govern our lives after. This is it. The book. The book. And so as we study the book, as we study the scriptures, there should be a change. If I see something in the scripture and I'm like, and I have been seeing some stuff. I've been on, you know, this week with the Lord. And I'm like, God, you know, hey, it's, it's, it's deep. But he's showing me. That's what That's what it's supposed to be. That's where repentance comes. He shows me something. In the word, the word of God, Florence. Can you find the scripture that says the word of God is like a two-edged sword? Where is that at? And look, can you look it up real quick, or somebody look that, that has it so they can read it? Glory to God. I mean, I can go on here and Google it real quick, but 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 I want us to read it. Anybody have it offhand? The word of God is a two-edged sword. Anybody? Hallelujah glory God I know Florence is not savvy that that savvy was. With...
1: Hebrews
0: four and twelve okay can you read it I was gonna say most people could Google it but I know that that's not okay,
1: wait, I got not
0: up your alley too much she's not that savvy um yet with the computer amen but I want to read that because this is this is what the holy this is what the scripture ordered to do to our heart in our hearts amen in our hearts amen. You have it yet, Florence? I think he said Hebrews. Was it Hebrews? Oh. Anybody have it can can Google it if they can help her? Come on, yeah. Okay. It was Hebrews? Huh? Go ahead.
1: Side. for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the me, sorry. and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart
0: and that's what I want to, want to underline the word of God is a discerner it even knows what your heart is thinking. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And so when we're studying the word of God, right? Because remember, if we have accepted Jesus teaching and accepted his kingdom, we need to start looking like his kingdom. And so the word of God will discern our hearts. It will sever those things in our life that is not like God. When we when we look in the mirror of the word and we look in there honestly, you know, I had to do some honest assessment. You know, you can make yourself believe some stuff that's crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Nobody's talking to me tonight. Amen. But, but <laughs> you can make yourself believe some stuff that it, it, it ain't, ain't a hill of beans true. And, 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 yeah. and you're telling people about it, right? You're trying to convince yourself and other people, and you know it ain't even true. That ain't the real deal. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And so when we gotta when we look into the law of liberty, right? We have to be true, saints of God. Because the only well, the way to dispel a lie is through truth. And we, like I said, we lie to ourselves. You don't even have to worry about, you know, we're talking about people. We're talking about people lying to us. We lie to ourselves. Amen. Amen. Okay. Thank you, Florence. I'm so glad that you're with me on tonight. We lie to ourselves. We'll lie and think we're better than what we really are. We'll lie when we know we're wrong, but we'll come up with some type of an excuse and and, and and try to believe it. We probably do believe it. And we know that it's not even the way it went down. We we fabricate things. We add more to stuff that we know shouldn't be added because it ain't even true. You understand what I'm saying? I want, I just want to be right. I heard prophet uh, bishop I own a lot say I just want to be saved I just want to be saved for real whether I'm a pa- whether you're pastor deacon just a just a, a, a lay person a prophetess, I don't care what your title is or no title I want to be saved for real saints of God yeah and so yeah to that the Lord dealing with me it was like you believe in stuff that you believe in and telling people and, and it, it, it ain't even that ain't even really what is going on. So you need to correct that thing because you perpetrating something that really is not that's not it's not what it is. <laughs> it's not true. Do you understand what I'm saying? Saints of God. Yeah, amen. So not only will, will we talk about people lying to us, but we lie to ourselves. And yeah. so the only way we could be delivered, the only way we could be changed into the lifestyle and our thinking and come and come and coerce, coerce with the kingdom of God in alignment with the kingdom of God. We have to be honest. Amen. Cause you know what? God already know you're not honest. Cause the scri- the scripture just said he's a discer- discerner of the heart, the intent of the heart. So he already know you fabricating. <laughs> I can't Amen. I gotta laugh, but I ain't laughing at him. I'm just laughing because Lord help me. Amen. 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 So this is where repentance comes in and repentance doesn't mean, and we talked about this at hope international ministries at him. Repentance doesn't mean crying or wailing over our sin. Amen. It doesn't mean that we're crying and wailing over our sins. What it means is that we are changing our mind and reversing our way of thinking and acting. So, all right, I caught it. Amen. I know it's not right. Father, you know, I repent and I turn, I turn. I don't want to do it no more. I want, I want, I want to dispel the lie with the truth. That's not what's really happening here. This is the A, B, and C. And this is the way I should be responding. This is the way I should be acting. This is the way I should be thinking about the matter. This is the way my life should be lined up. Amen. And so we have what we call the water baptism. And and, and we know that the water baptism is, is that we are telling the world that our thinking, right? When we get baptized in the water, we're telling the world that our thinking and our acting have been changed. That's what you're saying. It's an outward expression of an inward change. So what you're telling those people to come and watch you get baptized, right? You're telling, you're making a statement that my thinking and acting have been changed. And now they are changed that they would, that they would now line up with the views and the life of Jesus Christ. And that we are committed, say committed, please. I'm probably losing people. People probably hanging up on me. Committed, right? You are now committing yourselves to follow, committing yourself to be a follower of God of Christ. That's what you're saying in the water baptism. Amen. Okay. Cause we just go in the water. It's an outward, you know, an, in, an outward expression of an inward. And that's what we stop at. We just say it.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I'm just, yeah, at least that's what I did. I'll talk about myself because not everybody's okay. like me, but you know, it, it's just so common. You just do it. It's just part of the ritual, but it means more than that. So when we go down in that water, it means more than just going down in that water. It is a commitment to now follow Jesus and to become a part of his kingdom and to follow his teachings. Amen. And and begin to fashion our lives after, after the kingdom of God, the nature of God, the character of God, Be imitators of Jesus. That's what we're saying when we're baptized. Amen. Committed. I see people say committed. Amen. All right. Now they saying it on the line. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And so it means, it means, it means more than just being baptized. Amen. Do you notice some people get baptized Florence? I'm just uprooting some things. People get baptized and get saved so they don't go to hell. So is that the right reasoning? I mean, think, now let me just think about that. If you're getting baptized so you don't go to hell, right? Mm-hmm. Are you really, like, are you really saved? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because of your motives? I'm just putting it out there. I don't have an answer. I'm just saying, if because people do that. They, they, they get, they give their, you know, go up and say they get in life to Jesus, but their motives for going is because they don't want to go to hell. Not because they believe that Jesus, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm.
1: all
0: right. They may, you know, okay. Jesus died for my sins. Okay. I know that, but my real reason for coming, cause I don't want to go to hell. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like when when you come, you come because something has happened in your heart. You know, oh, yeah. something has permeated my heart, and it's not about going to hell. It's about Jesus because I fell in love with Him, Amen. Mm-hmm. Because He He's become Lord of my life. Because I believe that He is Savior. I believe that He has saved me not only from hell, but be, beyond that, that He is He has changed my life. He is doing a work in my life as I submit. To him, you know, so there's a whole gamut to us coming into the kingdom of God, not just waiting to go to heaven, but he wants us to look like heaven here on earth, he wants us to talk like heaven here and on, on earth. Amen. I see here the, I hear a fee, a feedback a little bit, Florence. Amen. So therefore, when Jesus came to the earth as a man, he entered the culture of the day and presented himself in a way that people would understand the life changing nature of his message. And it's requirement of total commitment to him. Notice how he entered the culture of the day and presented himself in a way that the people could what could understand he couldn't come. Speaking theological. The, 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 uh, the, what, what do I want to say? Um, he couldn't come as a theologian and talking above the people. You know what I'm saying? Jesus was the word. And, you know, he could have been deep with the word, but he didn't come that way. He came into a culture. And remember, we were talking about this, Florence. He came to fishermen. He came to those that knew how to to till the the, the ground. And so he used parables and teachings where the people were so that the people could understand. And get a revelation of what his kingdom was like. So we can't preach above the people and and we don't want to preach below them either but we need to meet them where they are and push them a little bit. Amen. So he comes into the kingdom. This is God. Jesus is God in the flesh. He comes and lowers himself, right? To make it plain and simple so that we would get the message, accept him as our Lord, accept his teachings, become followers of Christ and be committed to him. What is the purpose of us being committed to him? So that we can go to heaven. So why are we, what's the purpose? What's the purpose of us being committed to Christ, to God? Why are we committed? So that we can bring others to Christ. Florence?
1: That's a part of our commitment.
0: That's a big part. That's a big part, Florence. To
1: bring others to be a light. Uh-huh. That
0: others can see him through us. Yeah. Because remember in the garden, right? When, when Adam and Eve were dispelled from the garden, God immediately said he was going to come up with a plan to what? To restore. So Jesus reintroduces the kingdom. He tells us that the kingdom of God is at hand. It's about the kingdom. And so he he wants to restore Uh, the kingdom and the the culture of the kingdom back to the earth. But he has to do it through us. So he needs that commitment. Remember how God was able to, to get Jesus into the earth per se. He had people who were committed to him. They were committed. They had a yes, Lord, yes, God, and so whenever the Holy Spirit came upon them, he told Abram, listen, I'm going I'm to bless y'all with a child, you and, you and Sarah. He told Abram and Sarah, even though they were old, we're going to bless you. Listen, that Jesus was going to come through his, through his descendant. So they had, they had to cooperate. They had to be committed to God in order for that plan to flow. See what I'm saying? So we have to be committed to God in order for his purpose and plan to to, to be implemented in the earth and he, he desires that his kingdom be reflected in the earth and that we, that we, that we disciple others, that we bring others into the kingdom. Am I making sense on tonight? I think, I, I
1: think too, like when we're saved, right? When we, you know, we give our life to the Lord and we're saved, right? Uh-huh. But we are also in the process of being saved every day. Because, like you said, when we look at, I'm a, like when I look at my motives, when I joined the church, I wasn't saved. I joined because I liked to sing and I wanted to be in the choir. And my stepmom said, you're not getting in the choir unless you join the church. So that wasn't even salvation. <laughs> but when I cried out to God for salvation was because I was struggling in drugs and I wanted to stop and I couldn't, okay, so then I got saved, right, but at that time I still felt like that's all I wanted God to do for me you know what I mean, I can handle the rest so I think that when we uh, follow him as he begins to reveal more and more to us that we really can't handle this thing that we call life on our own. And we begin to walk that process with him. Then there's this um, gradual movement where we draw closer and we draw closer and then something else may come up. And then we try it on our own, you know what I'm saying? Which we really don't have to, we can just go ahead and yield and let him walk us through it, but we do. But but it's following him, but the closer you get to him, the more you begin to trust him and, and begin to lean on him. Mm. Amen? So we are saved, but yet he's saving us every day. Amen. In that close relationship. You know what I'm saying? And, and the thing is, what messes me up is he wants to be in a relationship with us. When Adam and Eve messed up in the garden, right? He had had come up with a plan because he wants to spend time with us. He wants to to love on us and he wants us to love him back. Amen. And that's how much like he loves his creation.
0: Amen. 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 Praise God. You know, God has a way. I don't know. That's why he's God. And he has a way, you know, even though your motives was kind of wrong, you know, for joining church, it was (laughs) really because I just wanted to sing in the choir. But he used that as an entrance into your heart. Amen. He used that as an entrance into your heart. And that's just the kind of God we serve. He's just so awesome. You know, he's just Mm -hmm. such a wonderful God. And, you know, as we as we Yield, And as we continue to walk with him and to study his word. Right. And, you know, he he just continues to do to do something on the inside. He begins to change us when we open our hearts to him and we're and and we're true to what we're struggling with, you know what and what's going Mm -hmm. on true to ourselves because God already knows (laughs) like I said we just have to be true to ourselves you know and be honest with ourselves I don't know why sometimes we can't be honest I I think we don't like to I don't know maybe we just don't like to really see how we are (laughs) because we have been
1: taught how to masquerade and we've been taught how to put on a front right and so when the Holy Spirit shows you the truth, right? Sometimes that thing looks so ugly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it looks yeah. so bad. And it's like, really <laughs> in me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I know. So I think we go into denial mode because it looks just that crazy. You know. And are you
0: embarrassed with yourself? That yeah. that.
1: This, this is in me. It's like, really?
0: You know? Because
1: you've been telling yourself this over here all this time, and the Holy Spirit can come right in and pinpoint that thing in a nanosecond right. and be like, uh-uh, that's really not what it is. Yeah. It is. It, no, it, I and mean,
0: like, it, 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 in your eyes, it, it looked, it, you know, like, I don't know how to put it. Like, you, in your eyes, you don't see anything wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know because... <laughs> Camouflage, I I don't, you know, or you just become habitual and you just never thought about it, but then the word it does what it's supposed to do, and you read the word and then you see, like, or you know, hey, or the Holy Ghost speaks to you and 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 kind of illuminates that thing, and you're like, wow, you know. I've been perpetrating this for a while, you know. <laughs> you didn't even think about it. You know, this has been going on, or I've been, you know, acting out this way, or or talking a certain way, or believing a certain way. And it's been, been natural to me, it's been normal. But now the Holy Ghost is saying, you know what, you need to check that because that's not that ain't even right. You coming out of selfishness, you being selfish. You know what I'm saying? But you ain't see it as selfish because, but that's selfishness, you know, it just points out things and it's not to make us feel bad, as I said, but it's for us to repent and to change. That's basically it just to repent and to change because at the end of the day, you know, we want, we want to imitate Christ at the end of the day. We want to be those true ambassadors at the end of the day, you know, I want God to smile on my day. And you know what, even, cause you know what, I got to say this. Cause again, people, you know, mess up, then they, they want to beat themselves down. But even if you mess up, you know, just repent and, and get back on track, you know, get back on track, doing it the right way. Yeah. That's what it's all about. But it, but, but at least, We want, we want our thinking line up and realigned to the kingdom. We want our life to be realigned to the kingdom because before we were saved, all we knew was the kingdom of darkness. As I said earlier, all we knew and was, was normal to us was the kingdom of darkness. That's what we were doing, you know. We that's it. And so now that's why we have to have patience and be long suffering, right? Let the Holy Spirit uh the fruit of the Spirit operate in us because the Bible says, you know, we 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 we're in the world and we're amongst people that aren't saved. And the Bible says so su- such were some of you. <laughs> you know oh. what I mean? So but we forget, but the scripture says, but such were some of you. But we want to be impatient and we don't want to be long suffering with some of the people, our our, our relatives, right? Amen, amen. Our co workers, our neighbors But Mm -hmm. such, and that's where the long suffering comes because that's what you used to do. That you used to behave like that. You, your attitude was nasty like that. All right, and so now that God has changed your life, now you don't have patience for them, you know. Now you, you know, but how would they see Christ in us? You know, I'm not going to take that. Well, then that's flesh. I'm not saying that we're You know, I'm not saying let them run over you. You know, there's a way of of correcting things and a way of correcting people that will glorify God. But when you are like, oh, my God, you know, I have no time. I can't stand, you know. But such were some of us. You might have had a nasty little mouth at one time. Your attitude might have been nasty at one time before you were saved. Your temperament might have been off the scale. You, you, you know, you had patience for nobody. You didn't care about nobody. You were selfish. You know, you, you might have been that way. You might have been the gossiper at one time, right? You might have been sitting over in the corner gossiping, or maybe you weren't in the corner. Maybe you were with your friends. You were with the clique. You see what I'm saying? So we're so busy to be aggravated with unsaved people that don't know. They don't know. They just doing what they know. This is what we have to That's say, it's spiritual. This is a spiritual thing. So we're dealing with spirits. But God has saved us and he came to save them too. Those in the, the rebellious spirits, those yes. that are that are uh, that are that are cantankerous, those that are thieves, those that are robbers. All he came for them. Just like he came for us. But how are they, how are they gonna how are they gonna know? If we're agitated, aggravated with them and can't stand them, what what we're no different. Mm-hmm. And we're mm-hmm. supposed to have Christ in us, the power of the Holy Ghost. See, in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit came upon them. But now in the New Testament, church, he's in us. He says, I've given you power. Nobody said it would be easy, but it's doable. You think it was easy for Jesus? (laughs) You really think it was easy for Jesus to endure the, what, you know, the accusations, they call him the devil. You know, they try to stone him. His own people try to stone him and push him off a cliff. His own—do <laughs> you think it was easy for him?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But he remained and stayed committed. He 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 remained committed to his assignment. Mm-hmm. He 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 remained true to the kingdom and to the nature of the Father. Amen. Mm-hmm. And look what—look at the results of it. You have so many millions of people that are following him, right? Because he remained committed yeah. even when when, when, the, when the enemy used people to try to destroy him. And don't you know that God will not allow the enemy to destroy you? I don't care how foul people are. Right. You just stay committed yeah. to Christ. You just walk in the path. We just said that you are royal priesthood, a holy nation of people with power mind you <laughs> mm. do we believe it or are we just saying it is it just up here is it up here and not in the spirit you got to get it down in your spirit you got to keep telling yourself that yes. I had to talk and I'm going to turn it over to you Flo I had to talk to myself today I'm telling you I had to talk to myself yesterday because let me tell you a sister Mott was online but I see she dropped off here come that solar man again I'm sitting outside. Those of you who are on the line, y'all know what I'm talking about. Sitting outside, enjoying the beautiful weather, having sweet communion with the Father and the Holy Ghost, just in the scriptures, praying, you know, just in, see the the devil gonna come tempt you. And I saw him walking up. Matter of fact, we saw the girl the day before. She walked past our house and I said, Floyd, they coming back. Lo and behold, after our fellowship with the king, I'm chilling, Ch- chilling, Sister Sarah, chilling Albert in the yard, just chilling. Oh, in the glory, in <laughs> the glory, and I see all of a sudden I see him walking up the street. The glory getting ready to, to start dim. I see feeling going, starting to flicker. And I said, okay. <laughs> now I see him walking up the street here. Now they, and they walking towards my house before they were walking away. And so he we went to the house next door, called right next door. So I'm sitting in the chair looking. Now, he hadn't been in the glory. <laughs> been in the glory. Whole glory didn't cease. Just like, you know, the brakes pumped. And I started, sat up in the chair, and I'm looking. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> the devil <laughs> Oh, my, you ain't stealing my joy and my peace today and I watched the guy talk to him I said Lord now Jesus Jesus see this is what you got to talk to yourself talk to this flesh mm. Lord now I want to change <laughs> I, I know what I I have been in the past y- y'all, I, I, I told my stuff I tell my stuff because I, I want to be saved for real <laughs> and, and they come to my house. I'm ready to shut the door. I, I don't want you to, I told y'all I'm not interested. You keep coming to my house. I'm your pastor has not been nice. I'm just being truthful. I, y'all done came 10 times and I'm sick of it. Don't stop coming to my house, right? So I sat up in the chair, Michelle. Wayne Sr. Waiting. And then I said, Lord, now help me. Because I'm looking, I got the Bible over here. <laughs> At the Holy Bible, Wayne singing. Doing my cross-referencing. At the Holy Bible, I said, Now nah. he walk up here and see this Holy Bible. And I'll be nasty. That, that, that ain't that. Ain't, and then I've been in the glory. So how you gonna just flip out? So I started praying. I started talking to the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost, because I could feel the rage coming up. <laughs> I could feel the fight. I'll be listen. See, y'all just don't want to be, y'all don't want to be true. Listen, I'm gonna be true. This pastor gonna be true, Amen. I can feel the rage starting to come up, and and, and the glory was dissipating, and ready for a fight. So I sat up, and I hear the Holy Ghost now. He working with me. He said, "You know what?" And I'm I'm really gonna hang because I'm I'm keeping y'all. But the Lord been, been been dealing with me with cycles, and he and he said. And then I said, Lord, I, I keep going around in the same, the same circle, right? Same cycle, just the, 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 like the, the the Israelites, the cycle of sin. Just keep doing the same thing over and over. He said, well, you got to change to break the cycle. Got to change, change some stuff, change some things, change some people, change some conversations to break the cycle. So I'm like, Lord, you just talked to me about breaking the cycle. So father, I need you to help me. <laughs> I need you to help me. Because um, he's walking towards my house and he's looking at me. And that means he's coming my way. Now, Lord, help me to be patient. Long-suffering. And help me to represent your kingdom. Mind you, I had the Bible sitting right next to me. So the young man, sure enough, come up there. Come, now, this would make it bad. See, the enemy, after all that, he wanted to put a cherry on top of it. The young man comes up to the yard. And Michelle, with all of the power of God on the inside of me, I spoke as nice as I could. <laughs> I did. I was very kind. I was like, sir, I'm not interested in this. Um, I've, I've, people have been here. And now this is the Holy Ghost talking. Because on the inside, I'm raging, but the Lord is helping me to calm down, <laughs> seriously, and to speak to him intelligently, be kind, amen? So we've already, I've already, um, you know, I've told him that I've, I'm not interested, and he want to go on. Now that, that's when I really want to jump jump off the cliff. Well, ma'am, you know, da da why don't you want to no, know? I just, I'm not interested right now. Well, can I ask you why? You know, I'm just not interested right now. Well, maybe will you be interested like, you know, in January sometime? Well, I'm not interested right now. Um, you can't tell me why. No, I don't. I'm just, I'm just not interested. I don't have a reason right now. I don't have a reason. Well, can you come back? Maybe. Can I come back in January? So now this is where I just said, you know, yes, come back in January. Just so he leave me alone. <laughs> just leave me alone because I'm trying to operate in the spirit, right? So I will not fulfill the lust of the flesh and go off on him. Amen. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Will you just come back in, in, in January and, and maybe the situation will be different. And I'm smiling. I'm telling you, it's the Holy Ghost. Guess what he said? Mm-hmm. He, then he said, do is this your house? I said, this is my house. Is your husband here? No, no, no. I don't have no. Can you just get out of my yard? <laughs> can you just leave me alone? Your, no, no. This is. Oh, Wow. He said, I lived anyway, have a conversation. Said, I live here. I'm born in Asbury Park. blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, all right. He said, well, I'm just getting to know you, getting a rapport, right? All this time, Florence, I'm being nice. <laughs> then guess what he said? I guess it must have been different this round. He said, you know what? He's told me his name, Dan. and The his name was Dan. He said, what's your name? I said, Mary. He said, you know what? I came here before. <laughs> I said, you know the devil. Oh, Lord. He said, I was here before. I said, oh, you were. I said, well, you know, I heard the spill before. Yeah, I was here before. He didn't say how I was the last time, but I don't think I was too nice because he you could tell this time he stayed and was a little more comfortable. <laughs> I said, now the devil will throw a chair. Yeah, I was here before. I came and told you. Remember me? And I know I wasn't nice if he came before. I already know because I ain't been nice to none of them that came. <laughs> So he ended up, but he had a different, he had a different Mary this time when he came. And that's how we, we have to, the flesh wanted to do one thing, Michelle, but the spirit said, no, you're representing the kingdom of God. And I'll never know that boy might walk into the church one day. And I'm standing up there at that podium. Now, what kind of witness have I been? Amen. 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 So we must represent the kingdom of, of our God. We will finish this up. Hallelujah. We won't do this part anymore. We'll start with the uh, baptism of the Holy spirit with fire. We'll talk about that. And some of the questions next week. Is there any questions? Glory to God. Praise Jesus. Look over your, what what Sarah Darling said? Look over your glasses with that. Look, leave me alone. and walk away. (laughs) You know, Sarah darling, now I know it's a delay, so she gonna get this later. Sarah darling, you. Oh, she said, "Look over your glass." <laughs> you know what? I gotta put that one up there for real, for real, for real. Well is she just being honest? She said, "Look over your glasses with that look. Leave me alone <laughs> and then walk away." She said, "It works for me." <laughs> oh, oh. Well, listen. I got to do what's right. Like I said, that young man may walk into hope into national ministries and I'm standing up there as the pastor. That wouldn't be cool. Amen. So I must represent the kingdom. I want to be saved for real. And if that means I got to crucify this flesh and listen to him just a little more and be a little more polite with him. Amen. Then so be it. What? You should have told him the truth. Not today. Not. What What is wrong with the people on the line? This is Donna's you should uh-uh. have told him no. the truth. Not today, no. not ever. You know what? Now, y'all ain't right. <laughs> y'all, you are not right on this line. Now, come on now. Now, how am I representing Jesus? Tell me, not today, not ever. That's not now. Is that long suffering? Is that kind and patient? I'm trying to be delivered in that area. Amen. With with the soul of people. So I can't respond like that, Thomas. <laughs> I can't respond like that, Sarah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to pray. They're off the hook today. Glory to God. I guess they're tired of the solar people too, but you got to respond the right way. Amen. You got to respond the right way. You got to do it the Jesus way, because guess what? We have to, there has to be a change in our lifestyle and in our thinking. Amen. For those who choose to follow Christ and accept the kingdom. Will God respond that way? What's the braces say? What would Jesus do? Mm What would Jesus Amen. do? Amen. Thank you guys for staying on a little longer. It was a good, good study. You guys made me laugh one today. I pray that something was said that would um, encourage your heart. And if nothing else to get us to really change, Florence, you know, to really. Amen. I, I want to live this thing for real. And I thank God for doing the, uh, the, the work in me as I yield, uh, yield to him and, and um, yield to the word of God. It don't feel good. It doesn't feel good because I really wanted Amen. to lash out, especially when he kept going on and on. But I'm learning to crucify. <laughs> crucify. Amen. Crucify. I'm looking at this. Crucify this flesh. Amen. 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 I'm not messing with Donna. Sell to my yes, ma'am. All right. I ain't messing with her. We'd already addressed her with that. Not today. Not ever. Amen. All right, Prophetess Flo, you talk to your, your brothers and sisters over here on the line. She said, Tired of the extended warranty. Lord, that's Sarah Darling. Pray for the people on this line, in particular, um Miss Donnell and uh Sarah Darling. The other people that they, they seem oh, to be on point. Right. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. I love when we can have fun on the line and learn and, and the word of God and be uh uplifted and Encourage, you know, and, I, and I, that's Amen. what I love about God. Amen. Hi, Ross, sister Amen. Roz. I see her on the conference line. I want to acknowledge her as well. She got on a little later, but we acknowledge her and welcome her on the line tonight as well. God bless you. And guess what? Let me just tell you this. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this Flo. Amen. Jesus loves you. And so do I. Amen. Love Amen. you with the love Amen. of Jesus Christ. I'll see him on Sunday, and the rest of you have a wonderful rest of your week. And be blessed in your services on Sunday. God bless you. Florence is going to um, come, and she will close us out. Amen. Amen.
1: Father, we thank you. We praise you, Lord God, for the word that has gone forth on tonight, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for this process that you are walking us through. Hallelujah. We thank you tonight, Lord God, that as we yield our members to you, Lord God, hallelujah, that you, hallelujah, will continually get the glory out of our lives, oh God. And Lord, we just want to say thank you, Lord, that you chose us before the foundation of the world, oh God. And Lord God, that you, hallelujah, not just call us royal priests, but that we are your royal priests, Lord God, because you have done. So, Lord, we ask right now in the name of Jesus that you will continue, Lord God, working on the inside. Yes. Jesus on the inside. Hallelujah. Showing up on the outside. Yes, Lord. Oh, what a change in our lives. Thank you for the changes, Thank Lord God, you, Lord. that you are making in our lives, oh God, as we continue to give you a yes, an eternal yes, yes Father. Yes, And, Lord, we love you all tonight. We adore you. We appreciate you for who you are and for what you do. In Jesus' name we do. You
0: pray and we call it done. Amen. 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 You. And again, after that.